Hello team, it's Fab here, founder and head teacher at All Marketing School and your Marketing BFF. I want to remind you that there is a special invitation for you to join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Get certified as a positive impact strategy and make people fall in love with you and your work. Reclaim your time, understand the marketing foundations with a positive impact spin. If you are a marketing freelancer who wants to raise the quality of services and do more with less, or maybe you are an early stage marketeer ready to invest to gain real experience in building a strategy with purpose, or you're a marketing leader who wants to be recognized as a go-to expert and tackle new growth challenges. Whether you are beginners or whether you have some confidence into your strategy, we want to support you. We want to help you achieve your strategic goals, toss confettis in the air, and blast your favorite hype song as you get through eight incredible weeks with me and the rest of our faculty. Think about our certification as marketing training at university standards, not prices. So if you're ready to join us and you want to check out our incredible curriculum, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash certification. I repeat, amschool.click slash certification to find out more and learn what you are going to go through in our eight weeks. From marketing foundations all the way to leadership and storytelling skills, we're also going to cover strategic marketing blocks and advanced marketing tools. Plus, you get workshops, hot seats, group work, and even timely panels with incredible experts in the field. So what are you waiting for? No, I mean it. Our next cohort is starting real soon. So make sure that you head to amschool.click slash certification to come and join us and learn how to market to hearts, not to brains. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are currently bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. How can you already have so many tabs open, Becca, when it's just first thing in the morning? How is that possible? It's, it's scary, isn't it? I just... It's like my brain. I saw this new idea for a web browser yesterday, like somebody had made a prototype where you don't even have tabs. You just have them like any shape, size, like a tab, any shape, size, as many of them on your screen as possible. And I was like, that looks cool. If I can't handle tabs, how am I going to handle shapes? (laughs) I can't do it. I just love it. It's like literally throwing shapes at the the screen. (laughs) I just love it, like throwing the shapes at the screen. And I just, part of me is also thinking, I and I'm bad as well. I, you know, I'm trying to um, minimize tabs in a way and reduce tabs. And so the idea of having more ways that I can actually organize them, it's cool on principle, but then I know what happens. And you know what I do? And I manage two brands plus one client that I do so much for that I have their own thing. And then I'm also like I'm volunteering project um, for a really cool nonprofit. So I have five different Google accounts on my Chrome. <laughs> She's like, no. But what it means, the back of, wait, 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 hear me out. Mm-hmm. Is that at least I've got all the right bookmarks 
for one and it, I don't open them all at the same time like I tend to open it only when I need that for example if they're like okay can you check this for us for the for the okay mentor which is the volunteering stuff I'm mm-hmm. like okay I open that and I got all of my bookmarks and then I close it so I have to be really disciplined see see I do the same minus the closing it step mm-hmm. I just leave it because I'm like oh I might want to come back later for some I'm, I'm definitely a just in case kind of person yeah. Oh, just in case, I'll leave it open. It'll be quicker if I come back to it. Just in case, I'll leave open these 20 tabs. Just in case. And then it's like, why why is your computer so slow, number one? Why are you struggling to find anything, number two? In a situation like this, it's like, where where do I look? Where's all the things? I wonder why. To be honest, you know, there's a positive in Notion, which uh, we use a similar platform. I think I talked about for Creative Impact, which is my other brand. Mm-hmm. They're similar to Notion, they use forever, but it's a bit more clunky because it's a bit older actually, and it's not as widely used because it's quite expensive if you don't go through a lifetime that I did. And it's called Quip. And in Quip, they have you can have tabs, so it's like literally like Notion, a bit less sophisticated in some ways. But you can have tabs as well. So I can have like three or four documents open. Whereas unless I'm being slow and I'm still learning at Notion, I, have, I haven't found a way to still be able to open different pages at the same time. Yeah. So, no, I don't think there is. And right now, I've got what we're going to be talking about today open in two like Chrome windows next to each other to kind of get the tab. So that's one thing, you know, if, you for, if they force you not to have it, you have to naturally have to switch and I'll be honest in Notion can be annoying sometimes because I'm like I want to move this from a place to another uh, a bit easily but anyway uh, which goes back into like guys what are you talking about today yeah sorry we're talking about news <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about browsers even if again it is apt to the fact that Notion has millions of browsers <laughs> and to be honest I was thinking about a lot of the things that happened and as I said to Becca before we started Instagram, again, decided to have a bit of a go at life. I'll tell you my favorite uh, because it's the one that I added in. So obviously it jumped at me. There's quite a few, but my favorite, just because it goes into another bit of news. I'll do them together. So Instagram is allowing people to schedule live calls, live Instagram. And it's interesting because also uh, YouTube has launched new live shopping events. And you'll be like, this is not related to Fab, what you're talking about. Hear me out. Live is definitely being used and at least double with when it comes to social selling in the past year. I don't think to this max capabilities anyway, but there have been things like trying to place products in lives for Instagram, YouTube, try it, even Amazon, giving it a go. So that's why I'm not surprised. I'm like, so there's an element of me questioning whether Instagram is going to go and follow suit as a YouTube and then maybe also introduce more kind of literally like lives for selling or you know for influencers or even for brands one two which is probably the reason why they did it anyway obviously they tell you why they did it in quotation marks but I think the the real reason of why Instagram decided to schedule lives is because we went through lockdown with like a live per person per day which is intense and then now it's just let's be honest I have this issue all the countdowns in the world and stories still sometimes don't get people to remember and still you know people get lost along the way and then 
I think there's also an element of if you're doing a live with somebody else, I think it's just the sake of ease and trying to get people back to lives after they went from crazy to nothing. So yeah, this is a couple of bits of news together, but also it's kind of telling you how I feel about this new scheduling thing that might be happening. What do you think, Becca? I do think everything that you've just said about the lives thing is Instagram trying to, I think there's a real like push to still hold on to what kind of started I suppose more so in lockdown I just think it's interesting though how it still feels a little bit like the focus of Instagram itself is is not quite aligned yet it's like they're trying another thing whilst they're pushing reels and everything it's like okay what do you want people to focus on because lives are really really good and I do if there's a if there's a good live happening I will like they can capture my attention for quite a long time but I still don't always associate like oh I'll go on Instagram to look for a live it's more if I stumble across it kind of thing so maybe that's how this new feature will help but and I do I feel like I this is my favorite thing to say every week it's just like what do you want users to use Instagram for it's still so confused I think and it's pulling creators and you know audiences in different directions so I think that that could still be a little bit tricky down the line because it's like they're putting all of these like efforts into lots of different things. It's like, what, how, if you had to predict, obviously, you know, we could put on our hats, um, but if you had to predict what was going to happen to Instagram in six months or a year's time, I think all of these little like, oh, we'll just push this this month and then this month and then, and it's like, well, what? I don't know. It makes it really hard as a marketer to figure out what we need to be focusing on in the next six months or so in terms of the strategy because it's like well they're saying that they're putting effort into this now are they gonna are they gonna be consistent with that i don't know i don't i don't mm. I don't have the same trust in instagram that i might do on other apps where it's like oh yeah this like a new feature might be here to stay and it just feels a bit like hmm okay you know Question, have I, have I already shared with you the analogy of, this is my analogy, like throwing pasta on the wall and see what sticks? Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a beautiful analogy, by the way, and people are like, thanks for bringing it up again because it gave me life. You're welcome. But if you haven't listened to an old episode, and shame on you, it's all about the, the, the this old uni friend who said, well, you know, I know when the pasta is ready because I once I threw it, probably was wrong, but I threw it at the wall and it stuck, which means, you know, it's ready now. As I, excellent. As an Italian, I died inside. Instagram is doing the same though, is kind of as Becca said. And the reason why it makes even more sense to me about this sticking and see what works and then maybe continuing and maybe not, is that then in the same week, Instagram has had another 17,000 different updates. One that I'm happy about, which is low commitment, I guess, from, the, from today, time of recording. So from the 21st of October, so by the time your listening is done, everybody should be able to post both photos and videos through desktop on Instagram, which I think it's a um, simple relief for some social media managers who might be like, um, last, for example, last minute issue with later or last minute or whatever you use, just you can put it up there, which is kind of nice. I would love it, to be honest. I would love it. I haven't seen, and maybe you can tell me because I haven't read properly, I would love it to be able also to do carousels. That would be my favorite thing because 
that's the one that is harder to schedule anywhere else. And if I can just post a strike from there, but I don't know if it allows you to do that at this point in time. I should know, but I haven't looked at that side of things. So maybe Becca and I was trying to help me out with that. But that's the one that is not too, you know, it's not too time consuming. It's something simple. It's a little win. And that one, these type of features and news I appreciate. Becca, did you manage to figure it out? Because I don't want to give fake news. No, well, so I think they don't explicitly say, but in the screenshots that from Instagram showing this, you can see the little, you know, the little dots at the, that appear at the bottom when you can scroll across. So I think from that we can assume that carousels will be included, but they don't explicitly they just say photos, which I, I guess does cover it, but yeah. We'll also try and then we'll let you know because I think that's not just my issue. But going back to your point as well, and then we'll stop with Instagram, I swear. But it's literally what you just said about please choose one thing and do it right <laughs> instead of trying everything. Like this uh, live scheduling, which I find useful for myself as a selfish thing, but has been kind of overshadowed by then this new massive like Instagram collaborations which again, is still very complex and I'm not sure what Mosseri wants to do to help creators. So this kind of thing called collabs. And that's what I'm like, eh? So is it actually the same thing that we talked about before, which was people being able to both post at the same time? Is it more to it? Again, do we really need that? I don't know. That's what I felt a bit like, okay, so many things happened this week and I'm not sure which one is going to stick around. Yeah. I, so as far as I can tell that this is just uh, like an expansion of what they've already released. So now if you're posting a reel, for example, you'll also be able to collaborate, which is good because I did find that there was a scenario actually, was it last week, where I wanted to actually use it. And I was like, I can't do that. Why? Why can I collab on one thing, but not the other? So that's good. But again, it's I I was doing it between a brand account that has a like a sub brand. So I was like, this is fine because if this feature ever like broke or somehow glitched out or whatever, because again, it's like things tend to happen on Instagram. It's not the end of the world because it's still like within that brand's like bubble, you know, but it is a bit concerning because it's like, yeah, it's just making it appear on the like co-authors feed whatever type of content it is like what uh <laughs> you know who how do you decide if it's just between two creators like who's actually posting the like source content and all of these types of like thoughts it's i do like it and i have found it's actually quite helpful but it just feels like they might take it away or they can change it and then it's going to ruin like <laughs> It's, it's so it's so cynical, but I'm just like, I don't want to get too used to this feature because they might take it away and then it will ruin like what I've, you know, created with this brand using the feature. It's like, you can't win. I don't know. What do you think? I understand why they did it. As you said, I think is almost even more, even more than just brands and creators. I think they literally thought there's a lot of people reposting their TikToks or maybe just doing like more native dances. And they have at least two or four people dancing together. So it's kind of like the name of the dance. And then you've got 15 handles for who's doing the dance. And then you've got another 15 handles for the music sometimes or who did the choreography. So, you know, you can kind of have the three people dancing and then they all, and you post only once instead of posting it on different accounts, it just amplifies the reach, which is excellent. And that's where I think it came. Because obviously this is also 
tied into a bigger push to make music more relevant, which again can be really good for musicians as a brand, you might be like, and what's in it for me? As you say, it's such an early feature that has been a bit more consolidated. Then even in my head, I'm like, are we keeping it? Are we not? One of the things about Instagram, which again, it sounds really cynical because we talked about Twitter and to me, Twitter is niching down wittingly or unwittingly to cater the professionals and the creators, whether they know it or not, we don't know, but that's how I see it. But I see Instagram still trying to get the same pool for creators and brands, but again, I'm going to go back to TikTok, similar to TikTok. So yeah, no surprise there. But TikTok has got almost one feature and a half, which is videos. And then sometimes the longer, the shorter, maybe there's a live. Okay. And then within video, there's stuff going on. Instagram has got so much else going on that when they're trying to kind of cater for everyone, and obviously think about brands that are active on Instagram, that may be a bit smaller or that may be hybrid. You don't know where to look. And I think that's one of my biggest issues. When you have so many different formats, features, things, as you said, as a social media manager, as a brand, where the hell do I focus? Um, even as a creator, sometimes it's like, what do I, do I focus on? I think it's, um, it's really hard waters to navigate sometimes. And I understand what you said because I feel it too. And I'm like, mm, should I really get attached to this? Is it still going to be there in two weeks' time? Time will tell. That's basically it, isn't it? Time will tell. It is. It does. I feel like Instagram brings us all a lot of anxiety. <laughs> like oh no what's happening now (laughs) now if you had to pick one of your favorite pieces of news of the week what would that be oh well you know I was actually going to say this Instagram collab thing just because although I did have a lot of anxiety around it it has it was a it was like you know, Instagram listened to the thoughts I was having last week when I was working on this thing with um, a brand and a sub-brand. And I was like, I really wish there was a parallel for reals. And then, oh, there is. So that actually did make me, that that felt like a win. Doesn't mean I completely trust it, but you know, it was, I was I was actually happy. I was like, oh, they've done something which kind of makes sense. Like, it, it, right, just, I don't want to address it too much because we've already just like talked about it, but sometimes it feels like Instagram half releases a new feature. And then, and then it's like, oh, are you going to give us, is this, is this proper? Because you've sort of half done it and then they'll fully do it or they'll expand on it and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Maybe I can trust this feature now, but that's the thing. It always feels like it's mm, mm, half there. Anyway, what about you? <laughs> I also liked on top of this, which I found interesting, a couple of these Instagram things that uh, kind of like jumped out. What I really liked, I found interesting is that Twitter was like, wait, wait, we haven't done a creator program, have we? What's going on? Have we? Mm, I'm not sure. Got an idea. First of all, I love this. Like, you can see the little heads of Twitter think about what's going to be the name of it. Mm, what should we make it? Spark. Love it. They were like, everybody's saying creator, fun, fun program. Meh. Spark. I was like, yes, I like it. They were like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I was like, great. What should we do it on? Twitter spaces. Yeah. So yeah, that was one of my favorite things. Not just the process of the Twitter team thinking about what they would call it and then coming up with Spark. Uh, But I just found it interesting because I wish all the good things for Twitter. As I said, though, 
I'm starting to see how it's coming to a new life almost in itself and not just for social media managers, but as I said, the creators, the tough, le- tough thought leaders, not tough leaders, <laughs> the thought leaders and people that are actually coming together and having a bit more of a voice. But um, I want Twitter spaces to do well. I just don't know. So I love the fact that they're like, we're going to put some money in for people to actually spend time on Twitter spaces. I don't know. I like the name of it, but I'm not sure if Spark, well, how Spark is going to bring the Spark back. No, I love how you said Spark as well, by the way. I, I agree with you. I was having a chat with somebody the other day who um, I, because obviously we, we went through our clubhouse phase beginning of this year, and there was somebody who... Um, I witnessed they he did lots of um I think weekly chats as well and I was like oh remember that remember Clubhouse like have you moved over to Twitter Spaces and he was like no because it's just different now and it's not that Twitter Spaces is bad if anything it is probably better and it's easier to you know your audience lots of people are already got an audience there so that's like one thing you don't have to worry about but um and we've covered on covered this recently as well it's just like the way that everyone's day-to-day was back in january february march lent itself so well to clubhouse or audio spaces of any kind twitter spaces or clubhouse and now it's just like why i don't i don't i don't want to tune in if i'm you know getting on the train or something i no you know no and i think this is maybe, I don't have the answer for this, but I've almost become immune to um, when I see spaces live at the top of my feed. I, I see it, but I'm just like, oh, that's the thing that I know that I won't engage with. So I just keep scrolling. And then I'm like, oh, I've been ignoring this feature, which is a shame because I loved Clubhouse at the end of this year. And I still think it is a good content format, but I in terms of the success and will this work long term, I don't know. I feel like people's lives have altered and it just for audio stuff, maybe podcasts are better because it's like that on demand whenever it suits you. You've not got to worry about your internet. You've not got to worry like about, oh, am I, have I been invited on stage and not realised? Like, I think I said last week, I accidentally ended up in a, did I say that? Yeah, I still ended up in a clubhouse room by accident the other day and I was like, oh, no the panic like it's not good so i just think i think it's good that twitter are you know working um more on twitter spaces and i think it's genuine if you're gonna do it i think twitter spaces is probably where you should do it but is it is it what people care about right now hmm. i'm gonna say no i'm just gonna say clubhouse is how we met again because we've met before but that's how we rekindled and then we're like let's do this but let's try it as a podcast because clubhouse literally whittled down so quickly we're like after the couple of chats we're like this is so exciting and then it was like okay no more so i'll give it that it brought us together again and again i, I see that's how the legacy of all marketing school continued so i'm gonna say that um but i agree with you and funnily enough i've been um one more thing about audio content. I've been um, invited to join as a top mentor this new app called Wisdom, which I'm going to mention now because it's interesting. So I've been actually chatting to myself. This is how bad I am. I'm sorry, world, but 
you can actually have optional just kind of talk about for five, 10 minutes on a topic, which is kind of easy because I actually have lots so much written content that I can you know, enunciate. Or you can actually have guests, but I'll be honest, <laughs> Becca's trying to download it now. <laughs> Find me there. Fab Giovanetti, wherever, like everywhere else. I'll put the link in the show notes as well if you want to find me. But um, And I was like, yeah, or you can have guests. And I was like, no, I don't want guests. <laughs> I just want to be on my own for now. Sorry, world. Again, it's something about Clubhouse that I like, and I, but still I'm kind of like, I want to be able to, I will have guests only if I know them, I'll be honest. Like somebody that I don't know and they bring energy that I'm not sure about, there's something that I don't feel too comfortable with Clubhouse sometimes. Anyway, so wisdom, just to give an idea. And I think that's maybe a good way to crack the code. They're smart. So you can join and listen to the talks live. You also have a best of where they kind of showcase some of the best ones that come up. Or you can um, listen to the old ones as well. So they actually are becoming this little library. And they were featured in maybe TechCrunch or something like that. Because they had quite, for the launch this week, because of past week, the last week because they had quite quite a big uptake. I think it's interesting because of the way that it works. They're all about making mentorship accessible, which is something also that I kind of like the concept of. So we'll see how that goes. And obviously I'm a creator in the app. So it's interesting to see as a top mentor, how they're going to help us, you know, because the idea that I want to help the mentors monetize. Um, Right now you get points if you're a top mentor, so you can kind of redeem them at some point. But I found it interesting. So that's a way that I can see that working because it's almost, again, like TikTok, almost like Clubhouse, but I think Clubhouse had its own issues. It does one thing, and that's the thing it does. So again, with Twitter, I'm just thinking, well, people enjoy just tweeting, writing threads and responding and being clever. Do we really need spaces as well? I'm not sure <clears throat> if like... And also what I love though is that they're really pushing also the newsletters, especially with their review integration these days. And I'm like, just do that. I don't know. That's what frustrates me a bit. And that's how I'm going to close off <laughs> with frustration. But yeah, check Wisdom out if you're interested because it's it's a cool concept. I mean, Becca's going to download it because that's that's our app frenzy that's coming up, isn't it? Yes. I was literally like, an app, an app. I'm <laughs> downloading, downloading. Well, have a look, and then next next week you can tell me what you think if you have a little play and see how it works. Well, team, once again, it was an absolute pleasure. There was try to cover a lot, um, a lot of little bits and bobs because there were some kind of biggish things that I thought was worthwhile chatting about. As always, remember if you actually sign up for the newsletter, you can get some of the like written recaps as well with some of the original articles if you want to find out more. One more thing I'm going to say: if you go to allmarketingschool.com. We are currently taking applications for the first ever cohort of the old marketing certification. So please, please go and check it out. Um, Allmarketingschool.com slash certification. One thing I'm going to say as well in that regard, we're going to do a proper, uh, like proper, proper launch for this. And I'm going to explain you a bit more. I just wanted to say now because we did things like quite on this life for a soft launch. So if you want to be among the first ones to even just check out what the certification is about, then you do it even before it's fully launched because you're a loyal listener or marketingschool.com slash certification. And guess what? It's not just me teaching. It's another seven teachers, including your own very own Becca. So, I mean, what's better than that? If you want to ask us anything or share more love, Alt Marketing School on Instagram, Alt Mark School on Twitter and everywhere else you get your news. Uh, I'm at Fab Giovanetti, Becca, where people can find out more about you. At Becca Social. 
Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Old Marketing School. Until next time.